Welcome to EOS, which stands for Eruption of Sound. I'm your host, Alex. To my right is Nat. He likes puns because his life's one big joke. <laughs> to my left is Sarah, a small person. <coughs> but yeah, she's alright. Um, how is everyone? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, life being a joke and all that. Yeah, it's, uh, you're used to it. <laughs> you get used to it. No. Yeah. No, just, just a bit, gotta laugh. Yeah, yeah. better than the weather, but I'm okay now. I yeah, think. he's a bit snotty. You're okay, Sarah, aren't you? I am grand. Yeah, hi. No complaints ever. This week's episode, we've got a live review from Milk Teeth, Nervous and Fan Club. We went to that um, a week ago. We'll tell you more about that. And we've got album reviews from Black Foxes, and the name of that album is... Righty. Righty, yes. Righty. It's Icelandic. I think it means angry. Then we've got Jack White, Boarding House, um, Reach. Then we've got The Fever, Free, 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 Made in America. So, made as... in America. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, you've already given so much away about the <laughs> EP. It's not as bad as that makes it sound. No. We're going to go straight to the live review now. So, that way. Live review time now of Milk Teeth, Nervous and Fan Club. Where was the gig? Nah. Uh, it was at the Junction. Uh, so it's located in Mutley Plain. Plymouth, uh, boy. Yeah, in Plymouth, mate. Plymouth. Plymouth um, venue's looking quite nice. Yeah, so they... it definitely. Yeah, like a, it's obviously had a revamp, and it's so it's paid off so much better. Like that, um, the stage area is so much bigger now. Feels more like a venue. Feels like a venue, definitely. Like, especially with the prices you get charged, you know you're in a venue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was when they got up. On yeah, the roof definitely it. gone up. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember it being that expensive. Really? No, when, when, not when they had like shows on, no. Yeah. Um, but obviously they got they did have a show on, so obviously they probably yeah. put a bit more. I don't know. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was good. That that's the live review. No. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about. Um, Booze is expensive. Boycott. You need to know. On to black foxes now. First one was nervous. Um, what did everyone think of nervous? Like as we mentioned in the previous podcast, me and Nat were quite hyped for them. Yeah. Were I, you really, satisfied? I was satisfied. I they was were really cool. Um, like obviously M and I don't unfortunately know the name of the piano player. Paul, I think. Yeah. So fun to watch. They were so good. Yeah, like the stage yeah, presence was awesome, and it was so clever from the start off the. Territorial Pissing by Nirvana. They yeah. opened up with a cover and the pianoist sang and it was just like, oh, this is different and it was really good. Yeah. It really like, just set the mood. Like Throughout the whole set of Nervous, just all their new songs, really enjoyed it. Um, as well, um, what I really liked is that there was like, stage charisma from all the members, good atmosphere. And Em was just really funny. Yeah. Like She's just always joking and that. She is... I'm not feeling very Crystal Maze tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that smoke machine. Was it show of the year? Show of the year! <laughs> yeah. Wow, try not to shout with the microphone. <laughs> Rip everyone's ears. Yeah, but yeah, it was technically it is show of the year because it's the only gig I've been to this year. Yeah. So they have achieved that. It was that. really, really good. Yeah, um, they really it. suited this, the the sort of stage they were on, the setting. Yeah. Because it was not a big stage, it was kind no. of like just that standard, like kind of pubby club stage. Yeah. I like to see it on like bigger stages, definitely. Yeah, I don't know if they would have to sort of take a bit more formal or a bit less jokey. I don't know what suited that sort of pub crowd. But That's then the again, think of no effects. Yeah. They're quite jokey. It depends, maybe it's the mood. That's sort of a punk crowd. Yeah. yeah. yeah and they are kind of yeah. indie punk, aren't they? Like, yeah, they're definitely like kind of indie punk, aren't they? Yeah. They're just on that sort of bridge, aren't they? So, but, um, yeah, no, Safe Prison was really good. Yeah. Performance was really good. Like, mm -hmm. I couldn't really 
didn't know anything from the music itself before yeah. it sounded pretty, pretty similar to what it sounded like on the album. Yeah, which I mean, like, Sarah picked it up after yeah. final. I mean, I, I, the only thing I was quite surprised about is that, um, I think it was just the way that the microphone was mixed, but um, like uh, M's vocals were a little bit higher in uh, live than they were on the album, but I don't know if that's just because of production or not. Maybe. But like, Still, as a, you know, that, that's just like one small detail, and it didn't sound any different. Yeah, it's, I say, it's it sounded just, good it's just to me. Like, I, noticed, I think really. her vocals merged really well with Paul's. Yeah, they complemented each other very nicely and just made a fuller sound. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's like you know when you listen to a good record and you're there, like you want it to be good live, and it was good live, so you can't complain. Quite, I quite enjoyed the ending of the set where Paul just went onto a massive screaming round. Oh yeah, he went to like, <laughs> oh, yeah. just some crazy screaming. It was just thing. hilarious, and he ended up on the floor. It was good, like that. That was a good set. Um, mm. Fan club from Dublin. Dublin. Um, Reppin. Yeah, um, really good. Like I haven't really listened to them, but I really enjoyed it. Like they're yeah. really tasty, live, beefy. Yeah. Good songs. Like I'll let mm-hmm. you guys talk about it. Um, right. Well, I must admit, because obviously, uh, like oh, all the go. hype that was no, no it's okay. not bad. It's not a bad yeah. thing anyway. <laughs> um, but all the hype that was brought up from you know, uh, nervous. Like obviously, I was on my sort of peak at that point because it was yeah. so good and then obviously it kind of, kind of, kind of it came down again because obviously this their set started off quite slow but once the song sort of got about halfway through I was back to being like quite energetic yeah. again like really I really like what, obviously I didn't listen to them very much but they were so good like so tight like had a real like kind of like Nirvana-esque sort of grunge sort of esque sort of thing going on yeah, for them. And I like, think that I've whole thought kind that was of... a really nice re-amp for like grunge, the grunge scene yeah. probably. But that's that whole kind of scene really like because early Milk Teeth was like kind of grungy like that one and yeah. they've gone a bit softer now. Sadly, sorry. Yeah. We'll get to that. But um, yeah, Fan Club were good, weren't they? Like, I really enjoyed Fan Club. They're so heavy and yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. The, the entire set just sort of culminated in this massive noise. And yeah, but it was organised noise. Because you, yeah, you, was... you know you get like sound bands. Yeah. And it's just like a bunch of effects, here's a bunch of noise. And you're just like, I'm bored. But there was actual songwriting involved. Yeah. Like it felt like a song. Yeah. It wasn't just like noise effects, a bunch of trying to relive the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it was it was mostly just distortion and, and clean occasionally. Maybe a few... Uh, I don't know if they were using a compressor or something like that, where they had like dynamics go down a little bit. But that there wasn't really anything in those scheme of things. Like yeah. it was just yeah. it's really nice. Like oh, it was good. And and to milk teeth now. Um, how did everyone find milk teeth? Everyone enjoyed. Yeah, milk teeth? I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really yeah, good. Like, yeah, yeah. We we weren't so keen on the newest album. Well, it's EPs. Sound... Is it an EP? They've got two EPs out. Apologies. So we're not so keen on that one. But I think it's it sounds a lot heavier live, it's a lot better. Yeah, it's like, very yeah. radio one friendly. Not to slag that. It's just we I really like Becky for her sort of Courtney Love vibes. Yeah, yeah like I the first that. album and the first EPs, yeah. I understand they had different influences there and mm-hmm. they've gone on to develop their sound. Luckily though, I said their newer stuff from their new EPs. I would enjoy them live, and I did enjoy them mm-hmm. live. Like it's generally good live, but then on record, it's a lot more watered down. And I'm just there, like I kind of wish you could get this kind of live sound and put it back on these two EPs because I'd probably have listened 
Yeah. Because I, I generally have not, I'm still listening to their first record and their older EPs, but I'm not really listening to their new ones much. Mm. Not that bothered. It's a bit more kind of poppy, punky, like the choruses. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Well, it's not me. I understand bands have to develop and go places, so yeah. I know where putting a band down because end of it's their band I'm not in the fucking band mm. they can do what they want and yeah, that's it's not, fair it's not a diss just not personally what we liked them for yeah but then again bands develop and you want them to develop yeah they're, so. they're doing well for themselves obviously so it's working for them here we did shit on it yeah, yeah. but we enjoyed it it's still a good gig did you enjoy it? I did but I have things to say do you? Um, it's not really anything to do with them as a performance video. Obviously, I don't really follow Milk Tooth that as much as you guys do. Like, I mean, I know that one song that you play all the time. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> um, What's it called? Brickwork. Yeah, pro- it's Brickwork. Yeah, it's the first one from the first album. Yeah, I like that Banger. one. Obviously, like that was fun to see live. Um, I don't know. Like, I didn't. I didn't get on with the mix. The like the way they mixed the well, obviously done the production side of things. Like. Um, like I couldn't really. I don't know whether it's where, where I was stood, but obviously it just kind of like at points it just sounded like noise to me because, like I couldn't hear what was being sung and everything was just so like high energy. No, it I got get to that. points where it was just distorted and it was just like mm-hmm. you couldn't really differentiate from sounds. If by that time of night, though, that's when the crowd because you could tell the crowd was there for milk tea. Everyone's yeah. going. Like, don't get me wrong. I thought it was great and I really I did I did enjoy it. But you know, there's no point us doing a review if you can't like yeah be a little you know try to be critical when you can. I, I'm not trying to like put them down. Like they were really good live and they had some amazing like stage presence and you know obviously vocally they were amazing. I just obviously think personally for me it would have been nicer if like production wise it could have done been done a little bit more clearer so I could actually like really get into it if I mean if that I, makes sense. I think you're just going death nut, you're dying. Yeah, maybe no, it's, that. Got, maybe it's that. that. I think Becky's voice really got lost in the music yes, and for the other that's what for I the mean. first two bands to have been so clear. And yeah, so, that's what I mean. They were so well yeah. pitched, like between the musicians and like the, the amps. Just the, the guitars yeah. and the bass and the drums just sounded way too loud compared yeah. to everything else. If that makes sense. Yeah, it just went. I think for Milk Teeth, it's getting to the point now where they need to be on bigger stages, like mm-hmm. bigger productions, because yeah. they're, yeah. they're on record is. and EPs. Mm-hmm. They're working towards that bigger sound. Yeah, we, we so, have seen them before on bigger stages, and, and they sounded so much better. When we saw them did. support Creeper in Birmingham, really, yeah. we saw them that download. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've seen mm-hmm. that download again this year. Mm-hmm. So maybe when we saw that download this year, it may sound a bit cleaner. Yeah, yeah. So I got me even like. Becky, like those, some of those really catchy hooks. Mm-hmm. There's moments where it's just, as you said, it's being watered down a bit, and I was just there, like, where's that kind of catchy? Yeah, so her voice is so stand out. It's quite unique. So yeah. it, ne- it needs to be there. Yeah, I think you're. I think you guys hit the nail on the head with the whole. They probably just need to be on a bigger stage. That's probably what let them down. Too good I don't. For, I don't too think good it, for Plymouth now because yeah. obviously <laughs> they got. They had the, uh, They were obviously taking. I can't remember his name now, but um, they had someone they'd brought with them to do the sound, and obviously he knows their sound mm-hmm. better than I. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's him that let them down. I think it's obviously just. Well, sometimes it happens when you go to venues you haven't been to, and Mm -hmm. it's like a different soundboard, or it's like being sought to set and set ends and time. It happens, you know. Yeah. Like overall, still a good gig. Like Plymouth was really lucky to get these three bands to turn up, especially for was it like how much did we pay nine fifty? Yeah. Nine fifty a ticket. It'd be the last time. This kind of brings us on to another point now, though, doesn't it? What? In regards to the gig in Plymouth. Yeah. The promotion side. Yeah. Junction were terrible at promoting them. 
Sorry, it's true. <laughs> I love, I do love Junction, but there was no, there was absolutely no. Literally, when there should have been so much, many more people. Like, there yeah, it, that gig deserved to be full. Like I've seen Junction sold out before in its older form when Slaves came. Yeah. And like, and coming here, there was still a few people, mm-hmm. but then for the three bands turning up and the fact that I find that local cover acts get more promotion, mm-hmm. and this this has been announced since February time. And then it literally only felt like on the last week, people were like, oh shit, we better promote this gig. Yeah. And like, it's just a bit lame, really. I mean, there were, there were more, they've been like, there's like posters of them promoting gigs that are happening in a, m- a few months' time. And there some wasn't bands even a, I don't even bloody know, to be completely like, honest with you. All these bands are signed to like labels and stuff, and there wasn't even a poster outside the venue. No. I know. No one would have known they were playing. Yeah. One post on their Facebook. Yeah. Unless you followed Mark like, Tate, you wouldn't have known. That's the thing. If you know and follow the bands, you're going to know, but if you don't, how are people meant to discover new feel, bands? I definitely feel that was what, because I felt like all night there was something missing from the atmosphere, and I think that's what it was. There was just not as many people as there should have been there. They did, everyone deserved more people. I remember once, uh, me and a few bands, we played a gig in Exeter. We actually paid the venue, because unfortunately in this climate, sometimes the band has to pay for the venue. Like, crazy thing, did you know bands actually have to hire out the O2? Yeah, no, that's I mean, mental, that isn't it's, it? It's mental. Like, it's a lot of money. So well. we paid me and my old band and all that, and these other bands. We paid this venue. And we got there. This is like two months before. Oh, no yeah. one because they didn't even promote it. So you, it's on the promoters' end as well. Like it's all good and well promoting loads of gigs, but if you can't even promote at least most of those gigs evenly. I mean, to be honest with you, in like, in the day and age where it literally takes you two seconds to share a link to something these days, it's not really, yeah. I know it sounds really harsh for me, but there isn't really an excuse, especially if you're promoting yourself as a promoter, you need to be able to, like, just, it doesn't take two seconds, yeah. to be honest I think with you. we're going to go onto a tangent now, so we're going to stop there yeah. with the live review. <laughs> Overall, though, we had a good night. Yeah. yeah. Um, some bits and bobs in there, but end of the day, we're allowed to have an open opinion, this is why we made this, but I would fucking go to that gig again yeah. but I, that will never be coming down to Plymouth that's that no. line up again maybe yeah. if we're lucky nervous may pop down again yeah, but yeah maybe the next up and coming band maybe. but Junction Venue is a great venue so if you do see a band that's been advertised to play there do go see them yeah. well make um, sure the music's good if it's shit music don't go to the gig because <laughs> you're wasting your money on shit music save your yeah. money for good music we're going to go to the album reviews now um, it's about black foxes, so on to that. Read or whatever. And it's black foxes with ready, as Matt said there. Um, You're ready, boy. Ready. <laughs> um, so this is their second album. It's a bit of a different take from the first album because they said they want to try different sounds. So if you haven't checked out their first album, check it out. That was that was did very well for them. It's more like heavier, rockier. This one's a bit more. A bit more watered down, a bit more chilled. Still got that vibe there, though. Like, it's definitely a Black Foxes kind of element to their music. Well, mm-hmm. I know it sounds dumb. A band has an element, or they wouldn't <laughs> call themselves a band, but you know what I mean. Um, I think it's a nice progression. I think the first album, I like the sound more. But then again, I like this album as a whole more compared to the first one. The first one, I felt like there was more singles in. But this second album, I feel like, is actually more of a con- uh, concept piece. Like, the whole album, I like listening mm-hmm. from the first track to the end. Um, I'm getting vibes of, like, 90s alternative rock. I'm mm-hmm. getting, like, Little Neds to, like... Little Neds? Little Nods. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn Little Neds. 
little nods to like placebo, yeah. kind of manics a bit. Just kind yeah. of like that, like late 90s alternative British rock, but mm. not too cheesy, like with some of that kind of era. But I really enjoyed yeah. it. It's a good album. Um, my favourite song, I've got two, is Manic and Me and then Seal or whatever. It's like the third one. Seal, isn't it? So that's something. I don't know. It's, it's the like third one. I don't know. It's the... <laughs> Trying to be clever, making me, who's dyslexic, pronounce words <laughs> in a different language. So I'm looking like a bit of a twat right now. But lol. Yes. Um, how do you, how are you finding the album, Sarah? I really enjoyed this one. I really liked it. I think. Oh, apologies for I don't know the singer's name, but he's he carries like, a lot of angst in his voice, and there's a lot of angst in the music. I really like that sort of. I, I describe it as sort of down, but you're still hopeful. In yeah. the music, yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like yeah, teen. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really yeah. angsty teen stuff. Yeah. Like, he's not a teenager. No, yeah, he's no, got so like, like uplifting almost. Sort of, it's kind of just like yeah. a bit of a fuck yeah. you. Like I'll keep on fuck going. You, yeah. This, yeah, this this would go well in like teen flicks. You know. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's a compliment. That is. Oh, God. That is. They have oh, some God. All right, on to Nat. How are you finding the album? <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't listen to the first album because uh, I, I just I just didn't. Uh, sorry about that. Um, so I haven't really got anything to reference this album to. But, I mean, listen to this as a standalone album on its own, which I think, in a way, kind of is better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I got more of a singular view on this album. I actually really enjoyed it. I think that there's a definite, there's definitely like tracks that I prefer more to others, um, but it is uh, it's just so hooky. It's got so many hooks in it, and uh, totally uh, uh, the the builds are awesome in this. The way they layer layer the instruments. They are really good with their choruses, aren't they? Yeah, yeah dyna- like they these dynamics you, is awesome. And it's just in your face. Like I find, do you know what? As a as a musician and a songwriter myself, I find it so damn hard to just write that simple, like little brief line for a chorus. Like my choruses always end up being like four, oh, there's, there's a reason. four or five lines. But like you know, I have an answer why you struggle. Oh god, what is that then? It's because you're shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. it's all been said now. You heard it here first on EOS. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm such a supportive friend. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm never doing a flipping album release on here. Not anything I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just um, like I find yeah, just like how you can just convey so much, uh, so much like emotion and the message just through like three lines like uh what is it breathe's a good one to for example um i really like manic and me like and like, just that sort of that that it's, sort of it's got that traveling like once again what me and sarah are saying later this year in the summer we may do a special where we do summer albums where we give you our top summer albums and our, you know i said last two weeks ago nervous's second album yeah, everything true. dies is a really banging summer album this is a summer album for me as well, just like out yeah, in the definitely. sun, in the car, driving. Not it's giving not, a care in the world, just getting no, up. No, just, just yeah. like yeah. kind of self-destructive, but kind of optimistic, travelling, yeah. romper-stomping vibe. It's like, things are going to go to shit, but fuck it, you've got one life to live and just get yeah. over it. That's it, kind of the message. It's optimism. Like, yeah. um, optimism. Mm. I can't say the word. Um, but like, yeah, like I just, yeah, I just really like the, the rhythm in some of these songs as well. Um yeah, definitely the builds and the dynamics are uh, hitting it on the head for me with this. 
Um, it's just it, as a band, they just they gel really, really well together. And it's a really it's, nice sound for a three piece. For three piece, it's really yeah. Big. Oh, it's a three piece. Yeah, no, it sounds so much bigger than three piece. But yeah, um, his vocals just got this really lovely twang as well. And like you know, you were you were saying earlier, like um, <laughs> you know, you kind of get people that do sort of like. Um, sort of sing like kind of sireny like you know they kind of like it's just noise just like kind of go and sort of mess around with going a bit weary and all that but some people it does it works for him some people it doesn't this guy he seems to have a good control of it like doesn't let it go too far it's like it feels like it's part of the recipe now for the vocals like it's in there here and there in quite a few of the songs I don't want that to go but as you said, he's doing it well. It's controlled. Yeah. It's used. It's not just like being spunked everywhere, like here, 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 <laughs> all over the place. Because I hate that. It's like with, like, kind of completely different vocal style. But like if we like, you know, when Chris Cornell had those kind of crazy screeching, yeah, like squeals, but yeah. they were so good. And because he only used them here and there, no control, that made it way more effective. Yeah, definitely. It's like this. Like it really gives out some emotion. Um, well, let Sarah finish now because I cut her off. Thanks. Because she has been silly. I just wanted to say how Take Me Home was my favourite on this. <laughs> and it's got such a big sound. I really, I think it could fill stadiums, you know. It's got a massive sound. Yeah, they got a really good sound. Deserves to be in front of a big crowd. Yeah, like, that. we haven't actually seen them live yet. They no, played Download last them. year. We missed them. But they're at Download again this year. Yeah. So we're going to definitely make sure to see mm. them. Because that's going to be freaking awesome. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 Um, anything else? Or I literally, something? I mean, like, I, I want to keep talking about this album, but I I think I've already said what I need to yeah, say. Yeah, like, sometimes, like, saying too much is not as good because we've said just enough. I don't know what I'm going on. <laughs> it's a good album. You should read. This is, out of the three albums, this is my favourite. What yeah. we're reviewing this week. Mm-hmm. I, I'm already, this is my favourite. Um... This is going with my summer albums. Yeah, this definitely, like, as soon as you gave me this list and I started listening to this one, I was like, I'm so happy about this list. I reckon it's going to be really good. And, um, yeah, it was a really good way to start off the list. For it is, yeah, like. So we're going to end that now. And what do we want to go on to next? Do we want to go on to The Fever or do we want to go on to Jack White? Should we do Jack White then end on The Fever? Yeah, yeah. let's do Jack White. Right, so on to Jack White, the guy from The White Stripes. The Dead Weather and The Raconteurs, and it's his third solo album, so on to that. Boarding House Reach by Jack White. It's his third solo album. What are people's thoughts? I think I will let you two speak first, then I will Sorry, speak. <laughs> no, I need Dion, no. You, you go first, Nashua. Uh, um, You're the blues man. Oh, you say that. Um, yeah, it was... Have you listened to any of his previous albums? No, to be honest okay. with you. Okay. Yeah. Probably uh, really the worst person to start off with. Oh, I guess it's down to me to speak first, yeah. as usual. The egotistical bastard that I am. Um, that is the right saying, isn't it? Welcome <laughs> to the Alex Show. <laughs> me, 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 me. I watch myself in the shower. No, not really. Um, so, yeah, this is his third album. His last two, I really liked. His first one, I really liked. Second one was good, but I'm still a fan of the first one. It was kind of a mixture of his like blues elements, where he's down like the piano, a bit of bluegrass here and there. Then he's doing like his classic white stripe type of guitar, drums, backing band stuff. Really catchy. I was excited for this album because Sarah actually told me she goes, "Ah, oh, 
her mate said Jack White's new album's out. And I was like, oh, crap, I totally forgot about Jack White for a while. Then I've listened to this album and a bit bummed out, really. Like, I was expecting, like, kind of the same formula, a mixture of, like, kind of white stripey rock guitar stuff with a bit, quite a bit of blues stuff in there as well, kind of breaking it up. But this one felt like more... As like going back to the Black Foxes, I can see this album's more of a kind of beginning to end thing. So it's better to listen to it as a whole. But overall, I don't know, there's parts where I was just starting to get a bit bored. Because there wasn't like much excitement going on for me. Like the musicianship and that of Jack White and his backing bands and his members and all that. Fucking incredible. I can't piss over that. Talented bunch, all that. I totally appreciate that. There were some songs I thought, oh, it's all right in the album, but overall I was really disappointed. The fact that I really liked the first and second album and I was expecting kind of that same type of vibe and I was completely given more bluesy kind of stuff and then there was little bits throughout the album where there's like kind of little segmental turnover pieces, like setting up a song, and I was like, oh, I've just lost my interest. I feel like... Personally, sorry not to not interrupt you. But now, it's the Alex but show. It's the Alex show. <laughs> no, yeah. go, go for it. Um, I don't know if it's the right term to use because I don't want to offend anyone, but I feel like it had there was a big, strong feel of elitism in it a little bit. Like it was just trying to incorporate different styles for the sake of incorporating different styles. Like there's a lot of use of Tim Pan Alley sort of like piano playing, like you know. Uh, so good, like examples to use like Scott Joplin and um, Curtis Jones and etc. etc. Those are like, sort of, like bluesy glass sort of piano players, and really cool. And I really liked like the incorporation of it, but some of it was just like weird. Like the lyrics, some of the lyrics were just really cheesy. I don't, yeah, I don't really like, explain it other than that. Like it's, I don't know, you're listening to it, and like okay, you get the message, but it was just kind of like not cliche because it was it is abnormal what he was talking about. Like so in- walk, why walk a dog. You know, you know, we're in 2018 essentially. Yeah, because I know like Jack White's a big fan of the past. Like he kind of lives like an kind of old school style. I know that. Like I've seen some documentaries of him, and that like he, like I think in his house now he doesn't let his kids use certain electronics and stuff. And he's like kind of in the past, which is cool if you want to live that life. That's cool if that inspires you. But I don't know. I generally was expecting more of a kind of hyperactive album, like more of a. What you expect? Well, like, modernism. You yeah, know, a bit more upbeat. Like, well, to be fair, I think as well, what doesn't help is all these albums we've been doing recently have all been quite modern and like kind of like yeah. showing, like showcasing what I've, you can do nowadays. I only featured this album because I was expecting this album to be like the last two albums where there's a bunch of kind of just old school rock and roll, blues, garage rock tracks. And that's why I was like, yeah, this third album would be fine. There'd be some of that. And there's literally hardly none of that. It's literally stripped down to the bone, a bit more that style as you were saying yeah, I, I mean I did, I did like it oh yeah it's good like musically it batshit crazy sometimes and I thought it was a bit too mental for my kind of for, for me really like I didn't know if it was supposed to be comical if it was supposed to be um, if it was supposed to be like seen as over the top I don't know it was just it was just kind of like mixed emotions there were things that I really liked about it like Isolation Zebra was really cool I liked that and over and over and over I quite liked I mean I think the gospel part is something to be talked about a bit because like I kind of liked it, but at the same time I didn't like it as much when he kept trying and I kept detuning the vocals. Like it was just maybe it's just because obviously what what we're used to. That's why I didn't like it as much. Maybe I'm too used to like, the poppy sort of sense, like pop pop culture these days that 
that sort of thing kind of goes in my head a bit at the moment. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what do you think, Sarah? Like, um, personally, I wasn't so keen on it. I can appreciate the album as a whole and sort of in a way an experimental approach to the music making. There's a very there is a lot of like blues and funk influences in Definitely. that. Mm. I mean, I I don't know a lot about Jack White's back catalogue. Cop chase music, that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> music, yeah. yeah, I mean, I know, I know the White Stripes, and I heard his previous solo acoustic album. That's about my knowledge of him. But yeah, you missed it now. Check out the oh, Raconteurs. Yeah, yeah. Raconteurs are awesome. I don't know, like, it's not me being like a fan of his older stuff. Like, to be honest, I was never really huge on the White Stripes. I really liked the Raconteurs. That was there. I was. That was awesome, Raconteurs. Then I said the first two white albums are good. But I don't know, I just wish if there's I think if this one's a bit more fleshed out and there was like a few more kind of rock and roll type of songs in there yeah. and it kind mm-hmm. of like spread it out, but the whole Maybe. album worth of this type of stuff, I'm just a bit like a bit bored. Because the music can be upbeat and hyper, but if it's not exciting. I think it's as well, part of it is kind of like when you listen to a song, you kind of want to be able to like recreate or reimagine how, how like you know. So if you wanted to like sing it to yourself, maybe like you want to be able to have some some part in the song. It doesn't have to be the whole song, but at least some part in the song that you can sort of um, reciprocate, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like a vocal line. What's well, like the, line, the, the you know? reasons of hooks and choruses? Yeah, They're exactly. catchy. And like the thing is, I don't feel like me or Sarah really are doing the review on this album much justice because obviously of our background and we're not we don't go we haven't gone out of my way to listen to Jack White's solo stuff ever like this is the first time I've listened to it and don't get me wrong like I do like like a lot of elements to it but whether they can contrast together in these uh, in this album I don't know um, and that's the, that's the reason why I can't be like 100% on this album because I do like it it's just I don't know, I'm kind of like fighting with myself. Yeah, it's like I want to like it, but I'm not going to force myself, like it could grow on me. But I don't know, I was really, I expect, like there's a certain, there's a certain pedigree (laughs) with Jack White and I was expecting something and maybe that's my fault for expecting a certain type of set of the album, but I just wanted more of his kind of playful guitar, crazy, like just catchy hooks, just straight, really fast songs. And it's just like certain songs I'm just after where I'm just like, ugh. Like, if someone came up to me and goes, ah, oh, I want to check out Jack White, this would be the last, it sounds bad, this would be one of the last things I recommend them. I'd be like, check out the first two solo albums of his, Raconteurs, The White Stripes, Dead Weather. His, like, his, like he did a, like, a special release in 2016 of a bunch of White Stripe Raconteurs and his own solo stuff, and it's a, a complete two-side acoustic album. Really good. Really good. I don't know, this one I'm just not vibing, it's a bit yeah. weak. I mean, um, yeah, like, I literally had something come into my mind a second ago, but it's completely left. Oh, me. sorry. That's alright, it's not your fault. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know, like, I feel like it, it, it kind of, like, got to, it, it's like, almost as if, like, he, he's, like, been put in a room with instruments and gone, oh, what's this? Someone's told him what it is, he goes, oh, that sounds cool, she's that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the thing is, he probably knows them all because I know he's like a musical well, genius. Yeah, he's definitely a musical genius. I just feel like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this doesn't really show off his talent as a musician. Like what I think he it can does, do. I think it does show off his talent. It does feel like 
I it feel like it doesn't show, showcase show, showcase a good writing. Yeah, style. his best work. Yeah. Like if Keyman, if this was his first solo album, people wouldn't be that much interested. about like, oh, okay, like because the fact that he's he like he headlines places like Coachella, places like Rock and Rio and all that, but he won't be doing it with this album. He'd be doing it with his previous ones where it's all guitar catchy because most of this there's some guitar stuff in it. Yeah, I'm not it's mostly drum. It's mostly just like tracked drums. Yeah, and, and just in ticking yeah <laughs> that's kind of our thing if you if you like it awesome but i would recommend his first two solo albums and then his other projects yeah. i mean give it a try yeah you know, it's worth it's worth like always give it a listen yeah but yeah um we're on now onto the fever free 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 i think that's how it goes or is it yeah. 333 i don't know, oh, I don't know. there's free freeze and it's called yeah. was it made in america made, made in america, america. Yeah, yeah this one's interesting we're going to that now Wee. Final album, I say album, EP, something a bit different, EP review of this fortnightly podcast is The Fever, free, 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 333, whatever it is, called Made in America. Um, America. This is a new project, um, it's the singer from Let Live's new band project idea, whatever it is, people want to call it. Um, I've never really listened to Let Live, so it's quite exciting to go into this project with not knowing his previous work um i didn't expect this it's different i enjoyed it um when i mean enjoy it doesn't mean like i'm in love with it like i think it's cool i'm not fully on board with it but i dig it there's certain songs i like in that i kind of like the whole kind of vibe they've got they've got like a slight kind of i, I don't know much about rap modern r&b rap whatever people want to call it so my knowledge is very poor here but it's got a crossover of that with slight hardcore, maybe punk vibes. And I really like the idea of this because it's kind of like a meeting point between two different cultures. Like you've got kind of that aggressive rap Kendrick Lamar vibe. So it's quite modern. But then on top you've got like these really kind of aggressive choruses, hook lines, which is really like kind of, to me, slightly hardcore. Like just proper giving it. So I like that kind of transition between two different genres um, molded together and it's worked quite well for them so definitely got their own kind of sound and i could see this going down quite well that reading festival yeah stuff like where it can please both crowds and i know it's kind of it's quite political as well it's probably quite politically inspired of all the stuff going over in the states yeah. i'm not going to comment on it because i'm not from there and i can't really relate to it so what's the point of me pretending to relate to something i can't relate to because that's just been bullshit and lying bullshit. but yes yeah, it's, it's a cool album like um my two favorite songs from this ep i liked made in america kind of gives you the vibe for the ep and then the second to last track walking in my shoes it's, it's a good it's a good ep as a first ep it's good. It's not like, for me, it's not like super amazing, but there's some good songs in there and like, they'll easily get fans and like, I would like to see this live though. Even though I'm not huge into the kind of rap influences, like that type of stuff doesn't interest me one bit. Like I respect it all on that because music, I got to have like a somewhat professional head, but it's, it's an alright EP, you know, like if I had to like nick songs from this and put on the playlist, I would, I would blag Made in America and walking in my shoes but that's still pretty good for a seven list ep and me going oh, i like two of those songs this is me just being the optimist but i think this is a good first kind of outing but i think one of those things as i said like going back to milk thief this is going to sound better live yeah mm, it's yeah. going to sound way heavier live so i may really enjoy it more live um what do you think that uh, well 
Obviously, I'm quite familiar with Let Live. I used to listen to quite a lot of them. I don't remember the name of the album, but I listened to their 2011 album quite a lot. Um, and it was always quite good. Um, they've always had that, had that sort of like fast paced, like uh, obviously rapping sort of uh, vibe in the, his music anyway when they were in Let Live. Um, I mean, this new album just feels like a bit of a transition from that into a more. It's an EP, Nat. Oh, EP <laughs> album. You know, it's got it's got a few tracks on it, mate. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just saying it because I know a few people are like, oh, we can't show that. You remember going back to the whole space punk emo thing? Yeah. For them knobs. Um, uh, <laughs> ooh. 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 I yeah. But um, anyway, back to what we're actually supposed to be talking about. Um, like, uh, so I feel like yeah, they've tried to transition to something a bit more. Uh, a bit more open, I suppose. Mm. A lot. Of, uh, I probably it probably could like incur more of a following. Well, I think difference. Jason, the vocalist, is the only original member from that live in this project. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, Am I right? be quite. Yeah, yeah. That lives only two guys. Is it? Oh, fair enough. Yeah, but um, only two guys. Let live was only two guys. Oh, holy shit! This is now Jason's other project, his new project. I um, had no idea. <laughs> wow. That lives only over two people. Well, that's cool. That mm. we're getting learnt. We're learning things, and you're getting learnt. And you're getting learnt. <laughs> But yeah, no, I just feel like um, they are pro- probably this, this like what they've got, what he's gone into now. Uh, it could probably incur more of a following from different spectrums. Yeah. Like obviously, you said about like literally, I thought exactly the same thing, like Kendrick Lamar sort of esque sort of thing going on. Like there. aggressive, aggressive, uh, <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> that that new aggressive modern rap where even I've heard some. Of, I go, yeah, I can see why people aren't going to watch bloody that. Like, I can appreciate it. I won't listen to it, but I can appreciate it and go, this has got some nice groove and feel. I mean, obviously, they're, they're, they're really incorporating that sort of, like... I didn't really hear much in the terms of, like, sort of pad pad stuff, but I did hear a lot of, like, you know, electronic drum tracking in there, you know, which is pretty sort of stereotypical of, like, you know, kind of the rap culture these days. You get that sort of, like, heavy, like, drone. Yeah, 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 the drone um, stuff. Uh, you only one that obviously you get a bit more t- sort of pad work from like you know doing like um I don't, I don't know you have to forgive me I don't really know the terms for like the tech that you're using like rap like you know rap or um whatever you want to call the genre really but in the song that he has feats uh yellow wolf I think yeah it's, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, called changes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, it's quite nice to incorporate some of the different like in- instrumentation from into that. Um, but yeah, I think my favorite ones were probably Made in America. Obviously, cause it, it sets that the chorus. Scene. That chorus yeah, is really it really cool. it sets the scene for the whole. It really makes you interested theme. in the first. Walking few my shoes tracks. is good. Like, it's just so aggressive, and I literally like you know I am really like I'm really into the like, hardcore scene. This is like oh, it was just like really like. I wanted to shout with it to be honest. He needs to you. vent. He's he angry. Vent. I needed to vent. And then, He's um, got demons. Pov, Pov was a good one as well. I like Pov. Yeah. So, you know, I, I liked quite a good deal of the album. I, I, I could whack it on. You know, not, sorry, I said album EP. Whack it on. But I could just whack it, you know, whack, whack it on in the back. Whack it out. Just like sort of like get lost in it while I'm doing something else. That's cool. Yeah. How about you, sir? Like. Yes. This has been, there's like quite a lot of hype around this. This has been hailed as a really exciting project. And then. Um, they have people like John Feldman and Travis Barker behind them. So I'd really like to see where this goes. Um, it's it's very protesty music. You yeah. know, obviously there's a lot it's of dissonance the, going they're on saying it's in like the a, States of America. They're saying it's a movement. It's yeah. more than just music. Rage yeah. Against 
though. Yeah, they definitely. Like, but yeah, the dissonance at the minute, the tensions, and even like what's been going on for the past decades for certain mo- for certain groups. But yeah, um, definitely an interesting movement, and sort of there's always been like sort of melting pot between rap and rock. Mm, yeah. Which this this could be going somewhere. Yeah, and again like the Kendrick Lamar influence. Kendrick Lamar sort of aggressive rock and yeah mm. definitely if it went I'm the only thing that would put me off if it leaned too much onto rap yeah that then, would probably put us off it yeah because I'm kind of liking that kind of rocky hardcore choruses yeah yeah I, like with the songs if I'm there like okay I've got this type of thing I'm not huge on but I'm gonna get to this chorus and it's mm. worth it yeah, yeah. And as you said, that said, like when I was um, cooking today, helping Sarah, blah blah, blah all that stuff, we had it on in the background, and it's all right as background music. Mm-hmm. Now, some people may take saying that, oh, I put your music on as background thing as an insult, but no, it sets the mood. It's fine. Like, yeah. I've, it's a good as a first EP. I can't mock it. It's decent. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm interested now to see what a full album would be like. If it's got songs like Made in America in, like those really kind of hooky, catchy choruses yeah. in, then I will give it my time. Yeah, like yeah, it is. Yes, yeah, isn't it? Sorry. It's yeah, no, the music is strong. The vocals are very strong. The instrumentals are strong. It's definitely got its own vibe and sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got it's got that pace. That it really it sets a really good pace in each song as well. So you're always like kind of like bobbing along. Yeah, it's like it's got yeah. nice good groove, romper stomping, I, I really as I like do, to yeah. say. I enjoy it. I do actually yeah. enjoy the CP. So I'll, I'll probably still listen to it after this anyway. So. Oh. Don't fuck with Nat. <laughs> He's hard now. Hardcore. <laughs> Hardcore, Um, Yeah, that's um the EP. So we're 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 all pretty down with that. We're we're down with this. Yeah. Um, that's me trying give to sound hip. Give 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 all three um albums, EPs, listeners, usual. Even if we're negative on certain ones, yeah. still check out for yourself because end of the day. Music, it's all opinion. Yeah, it's all opinion based, and we've all got our own. Everyone's got them, um, everyone's got assholes, everyone's got opinions, all that jazz. <laughs> um, we're going to do the kind of outro bit now. So, in a bit, wrap to the end of the podcast. Um, we're wrong about Let Live. The final lineup was like three people, three or four, something. Excuse me, ignorance. They have had quite a few members that have gone yeah. through. Yeah, it ha- changes. if we haven't listened to them before, we're not really going to know. But yeah, sorry for previous members. We we didn't want to take your rep and contribution. 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 That's the word to the previous work and all that stuff. So apologies for my ignorance. Kappa clap. Well done. <laughs> Kappa clap. <laughs> Kappa clap. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening, people. Hopefully you dug it. We always enjoy it. Um, yeah, well, hopefully people enjoy it. Just seeing yeah, people fucking hate me. I think it was good this week because it was way more enjoyable, and also like we, it was nice to even though we might have not like like Jack White album as much as we all anticipated. It's, it's, it mixed it was up. Nice to have a mix. Yeah, this week. and it's nice we all went to the gigs together. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, that bit when the, um, M's like we're nervous and you're there like don't be. <laughs> and I'm there like and then later on in the night there's like empty pint glasses behind me because I've been drinking and then they just smash on the floor I'm just like this just sums up my life I've got a dickhead mate who thinks he's funny and just glasses breaking behind me I'm there like do I do I just lay down in it Let's just get on with it but no it's a really good gig all that aside um, so next podcast will be two weeks time we've got two albums confirmed so far to review we've got um Frank Turner's new album, 
I have no idea. That'd be pretty good. I don't know what that's called. I should have done research, but there's a new Frank Turner album, so we'll talk about that. One I'm really, really, really fucking excited for. I've put an, I put a sweary word in there to show my enthusiasm. Is Palm Reader's third album. Um, I think it's Braille. 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 Oh, mate. Replace the word Braille with breaking my face because <laughs> it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be so good. I guess you won't see it coming. <laughs> I hope you don't wake up in the night. Um, so yeah, as as usual, people, um, this will be on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, we know, we are aware of the previous release that there was a sound issue, but then I fixed it because I'm really nice. Um, so hopefully that won't happen for this one. If you could be kind enough to like like it and stuff, leave a review for us on iTunes because it helps it kind of pop up a bit more and people may be like, oh, someone actually put a positive review. There's no negative reviews yet. There's no reviews, so yeah, help out. Um, if you could follow us on like the Facebook, the Twitter, there's links already here. If you're listening to this, check that out. It'd be awesome. We've really enjoyed it. And we'll catch you in a fortnight's time with some new tunes. So I'm Alex, so goodbye. 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 I'm that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and that's Sarah. <laughs> he's the like really punny person who thinks he's funny, but he's a bit of a knob. <laughs> so we'll end with that. And that's a twat. Bye.